Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday, featuring independent and emerging artists from across Canada and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. The artist this week is the very talented Nicole Summerlin. She's out of Abbotsford, BC, and she is powered by Endless Energy, a lifelong gift for musical expression, and an unbashed love of performing. Now that is off her bio, off of her website, but I 110% agree with that. Nicole has been engaging Canadian audiences for over 10 years now, and she does have a traditional country sound, but she's been able to blend it with a rock edge to make it her own and make it unique and make it super fun. So it was so exciting to get Nicole on an episode of One to Watch Wednesday to talk about her musical influences, how she expresses herself through music, about her writing process, and of course, how it all got started for her at a very young age, also about her fashion and her style that is always so spot on, and also we talk about her love of cooking and baking. You're also going to hear her two songs, Over a Drink and Floatin'. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. You're originally from Abbotsford, BC, and you have always had a drive and always had a love for performing and singing and musical expression very, very early on. And at the age of four, I absolutely love this. You were choreographing shows for your family and throughout your childhood. And you listened to an array of music from country, rock, pop, blues, and anything and everything. So at the age of four, I feel like, was that kind of when you were like, yes, this is what I really want to do. And this is what I love to do. I always explained it as like, as cliche as it sounds, I really just feel as though being in entertainment of any kind was just what was supposed to happen to me um, in this world. I was a dancer for about 14 years and did musical theater and went to a fine arts school and all of that in between. So I was always on a stage. I was always doing something and always a bit of an attention seeker as a kid too. So if I could perform any way that I could for people to watch or listen, I'd be doing exactly that. I would try to get my friends to choreograph shows and try to direct Christmas recitals and <laughs> and do the whole thing. So yeah, it's, it's no doubt that I ended up in this industry, specifically country as well, but it just kind of made sense. It's just what I was put on this planet to do. Well, that's wonderful. And I definitely agree with that. So tell us a bit about the BC music scene. So I started music officially around 13, 14 years old. When I started doing some singing lessons, I quickly got into the BC country music scene by working with some different writers and producers at the time. Just slowly started to kind of network and get to know everyone in that community and was the trophy girl for the BC CMAs. I was in grade 10. So I was like 14. Yeah, handing the trophies to, you know, Chad Brownlee and Dallas Smith was there, one more girl and all those guys. And I remember uh, AJ Woodworth was giving me some advice back then. First time I was wearing heels. So that was, you know, awesome. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and then just kind of just being around in that community for a couple of years and just have kind of stuck around and done as many shows as I could do. And it's been awesome. They've been like a family to me. That's awesome. Yeah. The BC music scene seems very welcoming and warm and very supportive. And you've spent the last several years touring and working behind the scenes in the music industry. So for you, what does working behind the scenes mean? So as an artist, I find it's really important to just, you know, network and get to know people first and foremost, and then just doing as many shows as I could and can. And I think also with 
you know, COVID coming into play with that. I think we're all very thankful for everything that anyone's ever done. And any little show is not little anymore. It's just something to be thankful about. But um, yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with going back and forth between here in Nashville and, you know, going to Toronto and Alberta and just just doing as many shows as I can and meeting people and, and songwriting with anyone and, and being creative and staying inspired, kind of working my way around and doing, you know, time and recording and making mistakes and learning from them and growing from there. And I'm thankful that I started early in the industry because a lot of the stupid things that I did was more so early and no one really knew about me then. And now it's a little bit different, but it's been a, a long process, but I'm super thankful that I got to start out the way that I did. That's really cool. And you mentioned staying inspired. So what keeps you inspired? Yeah. To be honest, there's, different moments in life where I'll be peaking in inspiration, if you will. But being in Nashville and just being constantly submerged in the music as much as I can is awesome. I always feel like I'm on a high when I, or I go to Nashville or like the CCMAs, the BCCMAs, or anything that I'm around music um, keeps me going more than anything. But also um, just life in general you know if I have big moments that happen um in my life like I that's the reason why I'm songwriting is not so I can get on radio it's literally just because that's just what I do and that's how I get my feelings out that's how I explain myself in a lot of ways and so if I had a big heartbreak or if I had something happen on a first date or you know anything that really comes into my mind I want to be able to write about it. So it really just depends on where I'm at. And you've taken some of your inspiration from Gretchen Wilson, Randa Lambert, Katie Lang, and Megan Patrick, just to name a few, as well as even the legendary Patsy Cline. So how do you incorporate those inspirations into your music? Even all of those artists, they're all thematically just powerhouse females. A lot of my inspiration and what I take from other artists is attitude and grit with that. But at the same time, a lot of those artists are very vulnerable with their lyrics and are not shy to talk about the heavy stuff and, and write about their heartbreaks or things that are happening in the world and, and be able to put a twang on it. But that's something that as an artist, it's really important to me is just firstly being authentic. And secondly, I want to be able to be at a show, a live show and people have a fun time and party and, you know, have those spirits be high, but at the same time, like be able to sing a country ballad and be able to have people relate to experiences that I've been through. Cause you know, all those artists have songs that I'll listen to that help me get through moments. And I look for that in artists and I hope to be similar to that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that you do write your songs from personal experiences and you like to send out your message that way, but tell us a bit about your writing process. Yeah, it's really different every time. I'm definitely someone that is pretty right now. I'm really melody based. So I'll, you know, have a little something in my head that I'll sing around the house or on my way driving somewhere. But also, you know, when I go into writing sessions, especially with musicians that are far better than I am <laughs> at everything, what I love to do is get them to play something of anything. If it's a guitar lick or just a couple chords in piano or a drum loop is great. And I can usually be inspired by that sound into a melody. And then the theme of the song or title gets thrown in there every now and then too. But yeah, right now it's, it's very much like if I listen to something and I'll, it'll spring an idea that makes me feel a certain way. So you released your first official single, Over a Drink. You said this is your first release since you were 15. The song clearly states exactly who you are as an artist and reflects that sound that you want to represent. So before we play the song here, Over a Drink, tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so wrote the song in 2019 with Jimmy Thaw of Sons and Daughters. 
freaking amazing writer. Just really, really creative and really quick with everything. This was on one of my first trips of that year. And so I went into the room. We were just catching up and talking about, you know, life and everything. And I'm just the most open book person that there is. And I just was ranting about my terrible love life and uh, all the terrible dates that I've been on. And this guy that I was seeing at that time was just a bit of a dud. Just within conversation, I said the line over a drink without even anything to do with context. And he liked the way that sounded. And so he's like, well, let's just, let's actually roll with that today. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I just kept talking about, you know, the experiences that I've had in the dating world as a 20 something year old in the city. Basically the whole context of the song was just kind of that I hated first dates. I hated the conversation that is just so dry and it felt like a, a work interview and I was like this isn't fun <laughs> spice it up be exciting like be creative like bring something to the table that I haven't seen before I'm over this you know boring cliche conversation yeah we came up with the context of over a drink and and then released that that was my first song that I like you said released since I was 15 I just really wanted to be confident in what I had to share with the world and the sound that I wanted was established. And I thought that that song was a really good launch pad for more to come. It's definitely a fantastic song. And here it is. This is Over a Drink by our guest, Nicole Summerlin.
there is Over a Drink by Nicole Summerlin on One to Watch Wednesday. Now, Nicole, we got to talk about some recognitions and some accolades that you've gained over the last few years. So you have become a very sought after live act on the stage, of course, and you placed as a top four finalist in the 2017 Breakthrough Country Music Project. You've played at the Calgary Stampede, the Cloverdale Rodeo, the BCCMA Awards Weekend, Diamonds in the Rough Showcase during Canadian Country Music Week before hitting new milestones where you attended the internationally famous Sunfest Music Festival. You've played both 2017 and 2019 you have a pretty big career. You've also made the top three for the 2012 Vancouver Island Music Business Conference. And at the age of 15, you opened for Brett Kissel and you've had tons of Canadian radio airplay for your song, I'll Find You. And you played at the legendary Commodore Grill and Bluebird Cafe. And wow, you were named one of the 2015 Country Global Star Search winners. Crazy awesome. And one last thing here. I just love talking about you. Your first music video, Let's Get Country, was aired on the Heartland Network in the USA. Now, you have so many amazing accolades here. Congratulations on all of them. But you have so much career left to go. What else would you like to achieve? And where would you like to see your career go in the country music industry? It's so funny hearing all those different places that I've been a part of. Because, you know, for me, the past has just been a lot of building and a lot of, you know, hard work, but also a lot of fun and experiencing, and you know, enjoying that. But moving forward, you know, this is the first year that I've really released music officially with a brand that I'm really excited to share and music that I'm proud of. And I'm excited to continue to release more music to people. I am working on a full length record at the moment. And so I'll be able to share that hopefully soon. And I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I love playing live more than anything. Before COVID hit was intending on moving to Nashville. So hopefully now that things are starting to look more hopeful, we'll be able to get back down there and just expanding, you know, what I got going on a little bit more. And yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the future takes me. I'm a very realistic person. So I don't like to like think too crazy. I obviously have big thoughts and dreams, but I also like to keep myself quite grounded, be focused on what's right in front of me. And right now I just really am excited to get back on stage. That's really awesome. So what kind of show can we expect from you? What kind of show do you like to put on? Yeah, it's, it's fun. I think, you know, in the past and and coming into the future too, I just, I'm a little energizer bunny on stage. Like I just really just love jumping around and flipping my hair and inner, you know, ACDC crazy chick comes out in me. And I just, I love rocking out on stage boys, you know, have just a lot of fun with it. But at the same time, I feel like the last 10 years of, you know, performing has been a lot of high energy party songs, which is super fun to do. But I also find it really important that I really want to share this softer side of me as well. I've been through a lot of heartbreak in the last year. And so I've written many songs about that. And I'm excited to be able to share something that's a little bit softer as well, which might be different for people to look at. But I think a good blend of everything is important to have as an artist. So yeah, definitely. So do you have any favorite songs that you love to perform? Yeah, I mean, I'm always a lover of, you know, performing anything that's new, of course. It's exciting to see people's reactions when I play a new song so I can see if they either love or hate it. But coming forward, being able to play over a drink and float in the songs that I've released to the world at this point will be really exciting. But my one song that we're working on right now called Hostage, I wrote that back in 2018, but it's just a song that anytime I've played it live, people have come up to me and been able to open up on their stories of a heartbreak and been able to relate to that. And that's really special to me. And it's, it's a really fun song to sing too. It is a ballad, but I just find that it's just something that I'm able to execute well. And I, I like to share that song with people. So 
I'm excited to get back out there and play that one. That's wonderful. I can't wait to see you back on stage and to hear you perform that song. And of course, many others. And now I do follow you on social media, of course, and we got to talk about your style. Like every time I see a post, I'm like, man, you look so nice. And your outfits Thank are always you. so cool. Like Aww. you look just so amazing. So talk to us about your style and how you started to create it as an artist. Um, yeah, I guess in the world of fashion, I think for me, I love Western fashion. I think it's super fun, especially right now. I think it's huge. Western fashion hats and, you know, all the colors and fabrics that are used, but at the same time, like I'm pretty edgy. I love, love my leather and my ripped jeans and being comfortable as well. So I think a mixture between like Western fashion and just like an edgy comfort is kind of what I get after. My Pinterest board is huge. (laughs) And I also, I live with my two best friends and we basically all share a closet. So it's really easy to have cute things when there's three chicks (laughs) sharing a closet. So yeah, I really can't complain there. But like I said, Pinterest really just rules the world for us. (laughs) I love that. So what can we find you doing when you're not writing songs or hitting the stage or doing musical things? What are some of your hobbies? What are you into? I'm a big baker. Nice. (laughs) I love cooking. I love just my my family raised my brother and I to just be a good cook. And and my dad was a chef and my mom is a fantastic home cook as well. And in a sentimental way, one of my favorite things to do is is like just be in the kitchen with my family on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday it is. And it's just a bonding thing that we just love to do. I don't know. I just making cakes and cupcakes. It just is so calming to me to be able to just kind of be in my own thoughts and play some blues in the background and just kind of be in my own world. But yeah. yeah, I've, I've baked for a couple of weddings and, and different events like that too. So I guess they don't suck, but uh, I just, I just love it. I just think it's so fun to be able to make something from scratch. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love that. Do you have any favorite dishes or do you have any favorite baked goods? You mentioned cupcakes and cakes, of course, yeah. but what do you love to make? I do. I love making cupcakes. I think it's super easy to make them cute. Cakes take a lot more time and they're a lot more tedious, which stresses me out. Currently I'm trying to master the lattice pie crust and make that perfect. And then cooking, you know, it's it's really whatever I'm in the mood for, but I've been really into seafood this year. On Christmas Eve, actually, my dad and I went to a spot on Gravel Island in, in Vancouver, picked up some oysters and mussels and crab and made a whole meal with that. And so that was really fun to, to get those guys in the the mix. That sounds like a really, really good Christmas Eve dinner. That sounds so good. I wasn't complaining. (laughs) So during the summer, I love seafood and I love being out on the ocean. Like many of us do or out on the lake or anywhere. So I mean, floating is your latest release and definitely great for summer. Definitely great for hitting a lake or an ocean or anywhere with just to have a good time to listen to. But what are some of your favorite summer activities? What do you like to do? Being in BC, being outside is the best thing ever. Our backyards are just full of, you know, mountains and hiking and I'm actually going camping this week with my family and just being out of service is the best (laughs) to be able to just, you know, be an individual and take in everything that's around you, but really anywhere that's by water. As much as I would love to be full time in Nashville, I think I would get really homesick just because I would miss the ocean. And I just, you know, love being by the water. I think it's so peaceful. And yeah, summertime is just basically in the woods or on the water, basically. That sounds like a typical Canadian summer, but you can't go wrong with it. And it's always a fun time. So your new song, Floatin', it just came out and I absolutely love this song. And I feel like the song self-explanatory. It's a summer song. It's fantastic. But tell us about who made this song with you and how it all came together before we play it here. Yeah. So wrote this back in uh, February with 
Mitch Merritt, who is a fantastic producer, guitarist, and, and writer. And we've been connected for uh, a few years now. And uh, I've had many nights drinking bourbon, but we decided we should probably do something productive. And so we started working together on songs and had a session back in February. And I had this drum loop that I was fiddling around with. And I've always had the idea of Floatin' being a song, but never really came around to writing anything. And I took the idea to him and he liked it. And so we just kind of, we wrote it pretty quickly too. I think on under two hours, which is always a good sign and took inspiration from Cadillac three and little big town. And, you know, cause they've got their pontoon song, which is similar. And so we kind of were piecing things together from those two bands. Yeah. It just came, you know, like you said, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a simple <laughs> song. And I think I really, really wanted to keep it that way because I found that there were so many summer country songs, but nothing about just simply floating down a river, which is what most people do in the summer. You know, you go to a really hot day, you're going to get some energies and just hang out, you know, and I really wanted to capture that. I think we managed to. Definitely pulled it off. Absolutely love it. This is Floating by our guest, Nicole Summerlin. <laughs>
There's our guest, Nicole Summerlin, with her song, Floatin'. And in before that, a few minutes ago, you heard her song, Over a Drink. You can get Nicole's music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music right now. And also, make sure you follow her on all social media platforms to keep in touch with her very promising and very exciting musical career that she definitely has. And make sure you check out her website, NicoleSummerlin.com, to learn more about this rising star in country. A massive thank you going out to Nicole for hanging out on One to Watch Wednesday this week. That was a ton of fun catching up. My name is Sarah Scott, and thank you for listening today. This has been your One to Watch Wednesday. (laughs) 